0: You. Welcome to Rat Cell Review. Today we are talking about rabbits, and rabbits don't come easy. That's Halloween's Rabbit, Don't Come Easy. Very strange name. Anybody know why?
2: Yes, because they were making a comparison to pulling a rabbit out of a hat, and they had so many different issues in the recording of this album, they wanted to say this particular rabbit did not come out of the hat very easily.
0: You are correct, sir.
2: Including drastic lineup changes.
0: Very drastic lineup changes. Honestly, uh, I
2: find the inner turmoil and in the lineup changes far more interesting than any song on this record. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: that's some they tried
2: words. really hard, but they just didn't connect the dots a lot for me here.
0: I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's some strong words there. Um, uh, Uli and uh, Roland left the band, or they got fired. Somebody please comment on there. I, I think they left. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I will... I uh, will uh, you know, fix.
3: Roland, I think, was asked to leave. Because, mm. from what I read, Roland made a suggestion. The uh, legacy now. members of Halloween, which were Michael and um, Marcus, um, thought he was trying to usurp the band. And, mm. and as a result, they said, All right, you got to go. And Uli <laughs> went with him and they formed Masterplan master so. plan. That's
0: right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds more familiar. Um, So yeah, so then they had to find replacements And the first replacement was the drummer uh, Marcus Cross Uh, He was in the band Metallium I think at the time Or maybe Metallium was over by then Uh, So he joined the band And he actually recorded one or two songs I don't remember which ones they were No, uh, Don't Stop Being Crazy was one of them And I think there's another one on here that he did But he couldn't do the whole album Because he got mono And that would make him not be able to play During recordings and they ended so up this, getting the a,
3: flies was the other one
0: okay yep you're right and the what they did instead was got mickey d to be the drummer on the album and obviously he's from king diamond and motorhead and uh, at the time he yeah. really, yeah he really did not um I guess he wasn't really into playing this type of music anymore, so it was kind of hard for him to do this because, actually, this is probably one of the most progressive albums Halloween's done up until this point. I, the later ones are going to be a lot more progressive than this one. But I think this is the most progressive they were up to this point, and I can understand Mickey D's uh, issue with playing mm. with some of these songs, because even um, when Mickey D left the the recording thing, and they had Mar- uh, Stefan Schwarzman from Accept join Halloween, and he was supposed to be the permanent drummer, he actually could not play a lot of these songs because of the time signatures on him. He wasn't used to playing all these crazy stuff, and he was used to the 4-4 type thing. And oh. So he ended up leaving the band as well uh, during the tour for this album, which I saw twice, by the way. So this album holds a lot of meaning to me, and uh, and I, I think I mentioned this on another show. Uh, I saw uh, this tour at the downtown on Long Island.
3: Both yeah, nights? I think you did
0: no, there was one in, um, uh, in the city at... Um, Uh, bb king's which is now closed as well
3: i played that venue it was a great venue
0: it was a nice venue maybe one day they'll open again but for now it's closed uh so it was pretty cool uh the the downtown thing i got right up on the stage and uh it was pretty cool to see him right up front but then when i got this like uh what the hell was this song uh back against the wall the crowd started going crazy i don't know why i i guess in the middle part it's pretty heavy but I got slammed up against a thing, and, and some guy had his long hair and he kept flinging it at my back of my <laughs> neck. and He was all sweaty, and I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. But it was, it was a very cool time. And You're a real very...
2: manly man, aren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I hate when people. You know, <laughs> I like to be in the back corner just listening and standing there with my arms folded. I'm one of those. <laughs> but it was cool. Oh, I, I really yeah. enjoyed I got a lot of really cool pictures, too. So, cool show. And uh, so this is the original violence. They actually did reissue this with the special edition, like on the Dark Ride one. And but this is not that one; it's original. So anyway. Uh, oh, and then the other there's another new guitar player. I Forgot to mention him as well. And he is actually still in the band, Sasha Gerstner. There is the band pictures right there. Um, so and he was from Freedom Call as well. So it was kind of cool, because I was a fan of Freedom and Cole, so it was kind of cool to see him in with Halloween. And he actually uh, fit fairly well with Halloween. And I do like this album. I know, Greg, you kind of really don't like it.
2: Yeah, it it really sucks for this one and the next one. I can't get my, my laptop to fucking turn on to get my notes, because honestly, I listen to both of these like three, four times within two days without mm-hmm. my notepad. I don't remember a single thing about these. It was just bland, (laughs) average, and monotonous.
0: Oh, man. The only
2: thing that sticks out about this is I knew it was Mickey D playing the drums. Yeah. And I thought he did a great job and it added a a good dimension to it. They they make some interesting, more progressive choices stylistically Mm -hmm. on this, but they just don't do anything um exciting with it they just kind of go go by the numbers follow the bouncing ball type stuff to me i just could not get into this
0: yeah. well that also has to do with you know how the, the band was dealing with the the bullshit at the time you know trying to get the album recorded so i can understand a lot of the frustration with some of these songs but I, I still I, think it's a good album
2: I think it's a great testament uh, um, that they were able to still put it out in the short time that they were with everything went on and the fact that, um, you know, the performances are as strong as they are. But, yeah, just not for me.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I thought to myself, too, for a while that uh, I did get kind of sick of this album. But after listening to it today, just to get a refresher from it, I actually realized that I do like a lot of these songs off this album. And, uh, like, Just a Little Sign. I, it's another quirky Halloween song, very, you know, uh, trying to be funny. And I know you don't like the funny stuff, Greg, but uh, I think it really worked on this song. Uh, and I like this song a lot. Okay. Very catchy. What do you what do you think, Lou? Just a Little Sign? It's the first I single said, also, by the way.
3: I wrote that I love it. It's a reminder of the cheeky side of Halloween without being cheesy. But with a name like Rabbit Don't Come Easy, I can't help but be reminded of Pink Bubbles Go Ape with a great opener like Kids of the Century, are my worst fears going to come true? we
0: mm. mm. We'll find out. All right, what do you think about uh, Just just a Little Sign? Do you remember it, Greg? Nope. Other than that, it <laughs> sounded
2: goofy. I, I'm, I'm serious when I say this was just like wow. one big, long noise to me that it, it really was wow. the only thing that really stuck out of the whole album was the chorus to Liar. I... Is very oh, really? catchy.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I you know, it's funny that you say that you just you can't like this whole album just sounds like one big thing to you because I listened to this at work and somebody said to me, God, everything you listen to sucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it just everything's just so it's always doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like, you're not they're not hearing it how I'm hearing it, you know. So Yeah,
2: that's honestly how this one sounded to me though. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I, I think it's good. Uh and then open your life. Uh, it's actually Sascha Gerson's first song that he wrote with the band. And uh, and if anybody knows me, knows that my email address is Open Your Life, and that's where I got the damn email address name from.
3: At earthlink.net. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, it's at com. If you want to write me, go ahead. But hey, I might not see it. I get a lot of spam. Uh, but that's exactly where I got the song from. Um, I like that song a lot. I, I like, like the message in the song. I think it's a very positive message and it's also a very catchy song as well. Lou, Greg probably doesn't remember it, so I'm going to go to you.
3: <laughs> Fear be gone, fist pumping, head banging, melodic driving heavy fucking metal. I love it. It's my favorite track on the album.
0: Oh, ah, very cool. Awesome. Wow. I, I, are we going to I don't know, we'll wait till later. Uh, the tune. What did you want to say anything about open your life? Greg. Nope. <laughs> this will be a quick episode then. Yep. Uh the tune. Filler. The whole thing's filler. <laughs> uh the tune. Now, listening to this today, and I didn't realize this when I first heard it, this song reminds me a lot of Guardians. If you listen to the chorus, it almost has the same exact chorus. Hmm. Even the verses are very similar. Musically. The lyrics are kind of Funky and weird the way they fit in there. Once they get to that chorus, it just has a very similar feel to Guardians. What are you eating? Trail mix?
3: No, in honor of the Foo Fighters um, playing Master (laughs) Square Garden, I bought myself some
0: Mentos. Oh, jeez. I haven't had. Do they still make those? What? What in yes. the
2: fuck does that have to do with the Foo Fighters playing? Man,
0: like, the they have the mentos in like the commercial.
2: The, yep.
3: the, the big me video. Remember the big me video where the the Toes and okay. I just felt like grabbing no. some mentos.
0: You don't remember? I hated that song by the way when it came out. No, I so I, 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 I I don't, don't really care yeah.
2: for the Foo Fighters whatsoever, so I can uh pretty much 100% positively say I've never seen that music video. <laughs>
0: Well, at the end, they showed the Mentos. Anyway, uh, the okay. tune. Lou, because Greg doesn't remember this one either. You muted yourself. You muted yourself. You muted Son yourself. You muted Son of
3: a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you reminded me of Guardians. I love it. I have nothing bad to say about it.
0: So you felt that way, too? Yeah, I did. All right, good. On, I'm not alone. Uh, What tra- <laughs> what track
2: number was that? Three? Three. Three. Uh, I did. <clears throat> Guardians didn't immediately come to mind, but I did notice it sounded like an older Halloween song. Halloween yeah. song. Yeah.
0: It definitely sounds like that to me. And if yeah. anybody watching the show thinks it sounds like that or something else, let us know in the comments. I'm curious. Never be a star. Another one I kind of like. Not a, you know, it's not my favorite song off of here, uh, but it's a very decent song. Lou.
3: I wrote that it was a killer song. Again, strong choruses are a very high point for Halloween.
0: Yeah. A very repetitive chorus for this song, actually. Too repetitive, I think.
2: Very repetitive. I See, the lyrics and shit didn't really stick with me, but I can remember, yeah, track four. Yeah, no, this one sounds like it could be anybody. Very yeah. generic and repetitive.
0: Uh, next song, Liar. Now, Greg, you remember the chorus.
2: I thought this one was pretty good, uh, pretty catchy. Not, I wouldn't put it among their best songs ever, but it's the Mm. best one on the record, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's catchy up until the chorus. I think the chorus kind of kills it. But the verses are cool, and the solo, I really love the solo on this one.
2: Really, I thought the chorus worked pretty well with the rest of the song, actually.
0: I don't like. Okay. I just don't, I, it needed something else other than him just saying Lie, liar liar pants on fire. <laughs> Lou.
3: Decent track. Decent track. That's about it. De- decent track. Uh
0: another one that's a little different actually. I uh, I like the intro to this one Sun for the World. It's got the, uh, what is that guitar called? That sitar? the
3: Indian one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sitar the sitar
0: i like how they threw that in there they don't really throw too many different sounding instruments in there uh, in their music very often so it's cool to hear that in there and uh, i think it's a very catchy song i like this one a lot do you remember sun for the world greg
2: i remember it because the intro was different but you know you have a great opening and then it never really does anything really yeah. I thought
0: the, the chorus is really catchy it's catchy. It's
2: just as a as together, it doesn't stand out. I mean, I'd probably put it as my second if I had to, behind liar. But
0: mm-hmm. Lou,
2: um,
3: oh. for some, for the world, I said again, it was a good track. I really can't say anything bad about this album so far.
0: So far, huh, I, I mean,
3: I, I, I unfortunately for me, it's downward from here. I don't have any interesting quips for any of the songs, because I don't... I, I like
2: the albums. I, uh, I just... I, I, I find it funny that the two I liked the most you thought were kind of mediocre and that Everything You Love, I think, is just mediocre crap. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do I think was mediocre? The Keepers well, album? No. The songs on here, Li- Liar and Son of the World, as compared to what you were talking about before. I didn't say they were bad. They were just... I meant I meant to compare to as much as you like the other ones. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be totally wrong about it. It's Halloween
3: okay. fans are probably going to kill the fat one right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they, they probably agree with you. They're probably like, just tell that guy sit in the dark to go listen to some more devil music, and you know what? I fucking will.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Greg... Just don't stop being crazy, whatever you do, okay? Because that's the next song. Uh. Uh, That's the song that Mark Cross played on, and uh, this is a song I can either give or take. Uh, It really doesn't do too much for me, but I don't mind listening to it. I won't skip it. It's just not much. It's got a weird time signature in it as well, which is kind of cool, but again, doesn't make it for one of my favorites. And Greg's trying to think if he remembers the song. And while he's thinking, Lou?
3: The only thing I have to say about the song is this. If they went this route with Pink Bubbles, it's possible that they I think they would have been bigger than what they were. That's Mm. my opinion of the song.
0: Yeah, it's true. Greg still does not remember.
2: This is one of the more proggier ones, right?
0: Yeah, it's a slow song. It's, um... It's more like a, a a ballad type song.
2: Yes, this is this is one I thought had great potential, but it needed to be developed a little bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Something was missing. You know?
2: I'm, I, I think they put out a, a really strong basic idea with it, given everything they were going through at the time. But yeah, like you were saying, there's just something missing there.
0: Yeah. It could be because Mark Ross is on it. And maybe they since they left his drum take, maybe they just figured that sounds good enough. I don't know. But that could uh, be. Do You Feel Good? I can get rid of that track. I don't feel good when I listen to that song. That's the
2: maybe. one that has that like really bright, goofy chorus yeah. to it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: It's it sounds uh, like a very queenish type song as well. Like one of the, a very bad queen song.
2: It does. Um This one would be better if they went more of a vibe with like what they did on Living Ain't No Crime I think. Because mm-hmm. they have the ability to pull something like this off it's just
0: yeah.
2: not written to suit their strengths.
0: No. It, the chorus kills it too. It know. does.
2: It stops it dead.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: yeah. The interesting thing I read about this track was that it was originally written during the sessions for the Dark Ride. Really? And really? It would not have fit. On no. that album,
0: <laughs> not at all. I find that kind
2: one. of shocking because, even though I'm not really a fan of that, I mean everything fits within the same mood there fairly well. But wow,
3: yeah. yeah, that's
0: that's weird. Hell was made in heaven. I like this one. Finally, we got a song on the second half of the album that I actually <laughs> like. Very catchy. Uh, it's actually a, it's a Marcus Groskopf song as well. So, And I can tell. It's, that's his style of writing. So, uh, very catchy song. I like it a lot. Remember this one, Greg?
2: Yeah, this is a pretty catchy one. I could see, uh, you know, singing along to it in concert again. Something like that. Um, definitely has that classic Halloween vibe to it. It's just not, uh, not as memorable as I Want Out. But it is a pretty good song. You know. yeah.
3: Lou! I liked it. Um, I thought it's I enjoyed it i just uh I really enjoyed it a lot <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou, you again, sound like the... the only time I can say anything interesting is when I think the song is eh like <laughs> I was watching some of the uh other episodes that we did prior to this, and I'm like, wow, that was a pretty original statement.
0: I got nothing I
3: just i like it
0: well, Lou, you sound like your back's against the wall. <laughs> Which is the next song? Stop that. That's two in one <laughs> album. It's easy on this one. Uh, this one. I'm easy.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, this song, again, I can either give or take this one, and it's probably because of nightmares I have. Every time I hear this song, I feel like Ice Hair hitting the back of my neck. <laughs>
2: damn dirty hippies
0: but uh it's got some really cool stuff in here i, I like the uh, the solo section work it's um it's got that heavy part in this in the solo section or is it before the solo section i don't remember but there's a really fast part i
2: of it, so. think that's right before the break for the solo. yes one. yes because uh, i do a, remember what you're talking about it's a really cool build-up to the solo. Yeah.
0: yeah it's it's in there if you listen to it you can hear it but it's cool uh lou
3: I didn't think it was anything earth-shattering, but it was a good track. It was enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah like you said, I don't think it's earth-shattering, and I was surprised to hear them that, uh, them playing that live. I was like, out of all the songs they pick off the new album, they picked that one. Hmm. Kind of weird. That's
2: really weird. There's so many other ones I would pick off of this before that. Oh, yeah. That seems like they would work better, way better live. Weird. Yeah, yeah it was weird.
0: Um, what's the other? Listen to the Flies. Uh, this one's okay. I got nothing really to say about this one. It's alright. It's nothing spectacular. Um, typical Halloween song. Lou?
3: Again, like the previous album had, this was like a throwback, I thought, to like the, uh, classic era. Um, you know, the, uh, mid to late 80s output. It was good.
0: Greg? I, you remember
3: this
2: I, I, I don't really like this one. I mean, it. it, it... It sounds a lot like classic era, you know, Keeper's era, Halloween. Mm. But it's it's just a throwback song, and I don't know. It, it, I guess they achieved the sound they were going for. It's just not that interesting of a song. Yeah.
0: And the album finishes up with nothing to say. I hate this freaking song.
3: Not a fan of the reggae pre-choruses. No,
2: oh, <laughs> where does that come from? That's terrible. The, yeah, oh god, I do remember this one. Yeah, this is garbage.
3: And that's coming Stun- from the same guy that liked Chameleon.
0: Wayne. Yeah. they didn't have reggae on Chameleon. Not that I have anything. It against was experimentative.
2: Reggae. I I love reggae, but the way they tried to work it into this track did not work.
1: No, and,
2: you know, I, I'll, I'll give them this. It's better than any ska band there will ever be, but ah, ah, it doesn't belong on a Halloween album.
0: No, not at all. I'm glad yeah. they never ever tried to do it ever again. They went they Jamaican. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: I really appreciate the idea of what they were trying to do, but it did not work.
0: No, not at all. Jamaican me crazy. Lou, how would you think of it? Uh, what would you think of that song?
3: Uh, I can take it or leave it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's... I've heard worse, but you know, I, I appreciate their ambition. Um, I'm glad they never did it again.
0: <laughs> me too. Uh, and the bonus tracks were Far Away. A decent song. Uh, Fast as a Shark, the Accept song. That was pretty cool. And again, actually, that, that song actually made me check out Accept. I really wasn't into Accept too big. And then when I heard that, it was like pretty cool. <laughs> and then the other one was a Queen song, Sheer Heart Attack. So that was pretty cool too. So as a whole, uh Lou, what do you think of this album?
3: Um as a whole, I can't say that it holds up to my three favorites so uh so far which are Walls, um Master and Oath, mm-hmm. and fourth place I would give it to uh Better than Raw, but
2: it was good, you know. Yeah.
0: And Greg, we know what you feel about this album.
2: It, there's there's just something missing here, something that doesn't make the connection on most of the tracks for me. It's I I don't want everyone to think I like hate it and it's unlistenable because it isn't unlistenable. It's right. just an average record, just most of the ideas I don't think really land. I appreciate what they were trying to do. I just don't think they knew quite how to do it or mm-hmm. conversely, with everything that was going on, had the time to do it properly or make it sound like it should, outside of Mickey D's drumming, which is awesome.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. up to Mickey favorite... for a great job. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. He's a huge influence. I think
2: that. everybody should hear it at least once, even if you don't like later era Halloween for mm-hmm. his drumming, because he does an amazing performance here.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the album. I don't think it's terrible. Like you said, you know, I would give it a listen. Uh, you'll like a few songs off there. It's not my favorite album, but it, it's pretty
3: good. So Hoping Your Life definitely holds up with the best stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. I
2: think so, too. Uh, hmm. I'll have to revisit that song because that really didn't stand out to me in any special way.
0: Interesting. Hmm. So good that I used it as an email address. Uh, Lou, where can we find you besides sitting in your dining room.
3: Number one, this isn't <laughs> my dining room. This is my den.
0: <laughs> den, dining but, room, uh, same thing. Looks like Andy a blanket got got the
3: Black curtain up now.
0: He's, he's uh, laying on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Love me,
3: ladies. He's anyway. getting ready to read a
0: scary ghost story. <laughs> oh,
2: come? that's, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Lou only gets the cool chicks, the seventh graders that wear the cookie monster pants and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, my wife's a teacher. We don't need, <laughs> I meant back in the day. I
0: just, yeah, it was okay back in the day. Can't do it now.
3: Yes, when I, I was in to sixth say, grade because the media were milfs, anyways. Uh, musicislifepodcast.com. Oh, Where's please the... retract that last statement.
0: Oh, god, well, what your website? Or... Uh, just no, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's leaving seventh that. Seventh
3: grader thing. What do really I look so... like? Dave Ellison? Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> um you know i've been forgetting to plug my band's album project no
2: Wee herman
0: <laughs> <laughs> project resurrect.bandcamp.com please buy a cd i have so many of them and they must be uh out of this house very soon my wife keeps beating me and she keeps yelling at me so please help me get rid of them they're only ten dollars i mean if you live outside of the united states Please, wait, and I will have somebody take care of the shipping, and it'll be cool. So just hold on. If you want one, let me know, though, because this way I know how many to give him. The best uh, album
3: of the year I've heard so far.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, So please, uh, Salaryview.com and also projectresurrect.bandcamp.com buy a CD. Hey, buy digital if you're going to be not wanting a CD. You can also check it out if you want to, All right. So, tomorrow we are going to do If I can even get to it. I'm getting tired of listening to Halloween at this point. And this is a double album. It's really not, though. Uh, The Legacy. Alright, so we will see you tomorrow. Alright. If we can can make it. Peace. Goodbye.
1: Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world, with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mayas and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spin-offs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past. The King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metals Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA, with James Elquist and Eric Adams, no relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City, The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira, a gob to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam the Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie and the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs the Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today go to RatsawReview.com for more info and to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms the Ratsai Review Network we're taking over you <laughs>